Welcome to the Relatable Finance Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joseph Carl and Shane Phillips. Welcome to today's episode of Relatable Finance. Today's episode, along with all episodes, is brought to you by our employer, Provenance Wealth Advisors, financial planning and investment firm headquartered in South Florida. As of this recording, the S&P 500 has officially entered a bear market, which is defined as being down 20% or more from the previous peak this year, which we saw on January 3rd. We have discussed market drops many times in past episodes, and in the relatively recent past, we saw two similar drops, one of about 20% back in late 2018, and then even a further drop, which we saw in February and March of 2020 when COVID hit. Today, though, we're actually going to switch gears a little and talk about the fixed income markets, which have seen outsized losses compared to history, but don't get as much attention as the stock market. Year-to-date, the Barclays Aggregate Bond Index, which consists of various bond types, but all investment grade, is down more than 10%. For comparison, since 1980, the worst calendar year for this index was down just less than 3%. So the stock market gets all of the attention, and perhaps rightfully so, as this is where the best returns come from. And this makes sense. As owners of stocks, they have partial ownership in a company and therefore share in the profits, but also in the losses and risks. With bonds, you are essentially lending money, whether that be to a government or a company, and they will pay you a fixed rate in return, and those returns are usually much lower than you would expect from stocks. Bonds are typically used later in one's life as their volatility tends to be much lower and they produce cash flow, and we'll get more into this in a moment. But beyond that, the rates on bonds are critically important to financial markets. The U.S. bond market is massive and is more than double the size of the U.S. stock market, And on some level, stocks and bonds are substitutes for one another. When bond yields are really low, they may not be that attractive, but the higher rates go, the more they compete with stocks and investor capital. As such, the recent rise in yields has significant implications throughout the financial system. So now that we have the sage set, let's dig into fixed income a little bit more. So generally speaking, when comparing fixed income investments to stocks, fixed income has decreased volatility steady income and lower expected returns. Key components that affect the bond are the underlying investment or credit quality, whether it is a corporate bond or municipal bond, or perhaps in some cases, a group of loans, such as MBS or mortgage-backed securities. The quality of the businesses or loans affect the price of the bond. Interest rates also play a role in how bonds perform with the general idea being that shorter-term bonds will be less affected by interest rate movements than longer-term bonds. Credit quality affects investment performance either pertaining to the individual issuer or more broadly by groups of credit quality, such as investment grade or below investment grade, also known as high-yield bonds. When markets come under pressure, such as we are seeing currently, investment grade bonds tend to do better because there's less risk in the underlying issue, whereas high-yield bonds are more likely to fall in price as the likelihood of them defaulting on interest payments increases, even if this is slightly. And the second big factor is duration or interest rate risk or time until maturity. This is the risk that has likely been more top of mind as recently we have seen interest rates fall substantially over the last 40 years, but have seen them increase over the last six to 12 months. These rate increases are a large majority of the year-to-date decline we have seen in bond prices. Both of these have been discussion topics for a while, but more recently, with some of the questions surrounding the market, we have taken a deeper look at credit quality. 
One measure we use to look at the attractiveness of high yield bonds is called credit spreads, which is basically the additional income you'll receive for taking on the additional risk of higher yield bonds over safer bonds, such as treasuries. This spread reached over 10% during COVID's fall back in 2020 and reached over 20% during the financial crisis. Year to date, this spread has gone from about 3% to start the year to about 5% back in May. On a very simple level, the question is, do we want to take the additional risk of owner high yielding bonds, riskier bonds for an additional 5% of income? Or do we want the more to stability and less yield from U.S. government treasury bonds? Within the last handful of years, we have leaned more into higher risk and lower credit quality bonds to cap the higher yield. And as far as duration, or again, time to maturity for those bonds, we have leaned towards only shorter bonds or less duration in the past, as we saw an environment of low interest rates. And although that didn't pay off because we saw interest rates hit historic lows back in 2020, we still thought it was a pretty good idea at the time. And it has paid off here in 2022 with a large increase in interest rates. To be clear, owning shorter term bonds has reduced your losses in 2022, but you have still lost money because shorter term rates have increased substantially as well. If you look at the US Treasury bonds, which have varied to little no credit risk, year to date through May, the two year Treasury is down about two and a half percent, whereas the 30 year Treasury is down over 22%, a huge loss for a bond with little to no credit risk. So while bond investing does not get the type of attention the stock market does, it is a very important part of many investors' balanced portfolios. Historically, especially over the last 40 years of a declining interest rate environment, fixed income has provided strong total returns and acted as a good source of income. We may have started a long-term cycle of rising interest rates, and as this affects the economy, credit quality will also play a large part in the return potential for bonds. Fixed income investing requires just as much research as stock portfolios. It is an area we spend a lot of time on in our research meetings. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Relatable Finance. If you have any questions, please email us at podcast at provwealth.com or check out our website, relatablefinancepodcast.com. Provenance Wealth Advisors is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. Securities are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Provenance Wealth Advisors and Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Any opinions are those of Relatable Finance Podcast and PWA, and not necessarily those of Raymond James. The information contained in this report does not purport to be a complete description of the securities, markets, or developments referred to in this material. There is no assurance that any of the trends mentioned will continue or forecasts will occur. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but Raymond James does not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Any information is not a complete summary or statement of all available data necessary for making an investment decision does not constitute a recommendation. Investment involves risk and you may incur a profit or loss regardless of strategy selected. Diversification and asset allocation do not ensure a profit or protect against a loss. Investing involves risk and investors may incur a profit or loss. Raymond James does not provide tax or legal services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Future investment performance cannot be guaranteed and investment yields will fluctuate with market conditions. Any examples given in the podcast are for illustration purposes only. Actual investor results will vary.